What up, what up, what up everyone? Welcome to episode 21 of Combo's Court and I am Combo. Go grab yourself some body armor, tell them Combo sent you. Today's show, Summer League Player Breakdowns. I really enjoy evaluating talent, breaking it down, and I'm glad I could share what I learned in Vegas with you guys. I think it'll give you insight on some of the young players that are just starting their NBA journey. Let me know what you think about this episode right on the comment section of your Apple Podcast app. Rate, review, subscribe. More episodes, more combo socks, more merch coming soon. Appreciate the continued support and I hope you enjoy the show. You know you can follow me on Instagram at 12combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Let's get into it. There was 82 games over the course of 12 days in Vegas, NBA Summer League. I was in Vegas for four of those days. Watched a lot of basketball, a lot of basketball. Had the chance to watch most of the teams play, but I did not see every team the players that I'm about to talk about are not necessarily the top performers from Summer League, but just some of the notable players that I got to see up close, and I'm happy I could share my thoughts with you guys. I wanted to start with Colin Sexton. Got to watch him play quite a bit. Colin was one of the more impressive players to watch in Vegas. Seems to have great energy and motor, very good attitude, and a great on-the-ball defender. What impressed me most about Colin was his ability to get in the lane gets in there very easily and makes great decision when he does so. I've kind of talked about how vision is innate in previous episodes. Well, the way he gets into the lane is kind of something that comes natural to certain players and he has that ability. Really good athletic profile and just seems to have great body language, makes players around him better. And with an improving jump shot, I think he'll be a very good player in the NBA for years to come. Trey Young. First of all, great feel for the game, really good passer, and obviously we all know he is a shooter, although he did struggle with his shot at times. Great short and in-between game and possesses a really nice floater. He definitely showed flashes and had some good games, but some of what I saw from Trey was concerning. At times, he seemed to be bothered by bigger players trapping him in the pick and roll. And while his feel for basketball, jump shot, and ability to pass the ball is elite, he struggled to get to his spots at times, couldn't really turn the corner on some of the pick and roll situations, and at times it led to turnovers. I noticed that he wasn't getting the calls that he usually would get in college, partly because he couldn't quite get to his spots. He seems to be more comfortable during scattered or broken plays rather than when the D was set. To me, it'll be very interesting how Trey develops. He still appears to have a high ceiling because the guy does have the ability to pull from 40 effortlessly. I think he has potential to be a good leader, and I noticed he was vocal with teammates and cheered from the bench. Might seem like a little, but these things mean a lot. Definitely showed flashes in Summer League and even had a few high-scoring games. A good strength and conditioning program for Trey could do him wonders. Wish the kid the best, and looking forward to seeing how he develops. Some of you guys might not have heard of the next player, but I think he's a sleeper. A second-year player who for stretches looked like the best player on the court. 
His first year in the NBA was riddled by injuries and really didn't get to play. Jonathan Isaac of the Orlando Magic, 6'10", with a 7'1 wingspan, a nice shooting stroke, and can handle the ball really well. He is slender, but he showed in summer league that he is strong enough to bang down low. Sometimes these skinny 6'10", or 7'0 guys we see in high school who could handle the ball, shoot it. They seem like they're an interesting prospect until you realize their game can't really translate to the pro level because they don't have the foot speed to create off the dribble or guard smaller guards and they lack the physicality to bang down low. They're kind of stuck in between and it really doesn't work at the NBA level. This is not the case with Isaac. He's physical, he's strong, he can rebound. And as I said before, he has some wiggle with the handle and a smooth stroke. Him, Bamba and Aaron Gordon will be a really interesting front court to watch. Magic fans definitely have something to look forward to. Watch out for Jonathan Isaac. Wendell Carter Jr. Really struck me as a poised and smart player. Great footwork in the post and can score with either hand. Good turnaround and great hands. He definitely has an NBA ready frame. A willing passer. Even saw him on a few plays initiating the offense, which seems to be a trend in today's NBA. Ben Simmons, Draymond, and of course LeBron are bigger players that do this for their prospective teams. While I don't think he has the foot speed those guys do, and I don't think that will be a role for him on the Bulls, it was interesting to see. He plays really well as a screener, which is also very important in today's NBA. Looks like a player that is ready to contribute right now on the NBA level. Mo Bamba. Bamba was the guy with the most buzz going into the NBA draft. Obviously, you know about the wingspan, and that's quite apparent right off the bat when you watch him play, which led to what was most impressive about his game. Can change shots, altered shots, and has good defensive awareness. He also showed flashes of being able to hit the three and some elusiveness in the post. He is quite an interesting prospect with a high ceiling. I think it'll take a few years for him to reach his potential. He might get pushed around a little bit down low from stronger players who have years of strength and experience on him. I also worry about his ability to switch out on guards in pick and roll situations. You know, with a team like the Warriors in the NBA, you need all five players to be able to switch out and at least contain guards and not allow straight blowbys. Bamba's ceiling is super high. And while I do think Doncic will be the best player to come out of this draft, and I will stand by that, I think Bamba could have the highest ceiling of anyone playing in Summer League. Speaking of Doncic, he did not play in Vegas. Jaron Jackson Jr. This guy was blocking everything. His combination of defensive awareness, hustle, length, and athleticism allowed Jaron to look like a defensive savant during Summer League. On offense, he seemed to be a threat on the inside and out. He does have an interesting looking jump shot. And while his form is not really ideal, he looked confident and knocked down shots nonetheless. Finishes with either hand, nice vision out the post, and moves well without the ball. I think he will fit well with Conley and Gasol in Memphis. He should be able to contribute right away, especially on the defensive end. DeAndre Aiden, the number one pick overall, had a good showing at Summer League. Ran the floor, which allowed him to get easy baskets in transition. Showed that he is a strong and explosive athlete with good energy. He's the type of player that you won't need to throw the ball down to every possession because he crashes the boards and finishes around the rim on his own. Has a good motor. I did notice he struggled to get position in the post at times. And his post game could use some improvement. Needs to get lower when on the block and mid post asking for the ball. 
He did play well enough to get on the All-Summer League second team. It will be interesting to see how the Suns implement his skill set to the team. Kevin Knox. Kevin's a guy that showed he could score the basketball. What makes him potentially a dangerous scorer in the NBA is his ability to score from three, mid-range, driving to the basket, and even in the post. The type of player that will keep the defense honest. He doesn't stagnate the offense to get his game off, which is important in today's NBA. He usually shoots it, drives it, and passes it quickly. Doesn't need to be ISO'd to score. Runs the lane very well in transition and also can push the ball up himself. Get end-to-end -end quickly with the ability to finish strong above the rim. Good catch-and-shoot player with good mechanics. Some might point to a lack of motor, but to me, I think it's more his demeanor than actually a lack of energy. He definitely showed some hustle and heart in Vegas. Good rebounder, and as I described earlier, Knox seems to be a versatile scorer. Could Knox, a healthy Porzingis, and maybe some free agent pickups make the Knicks a factor in the East again? Only time will tell. It is worth noting Josh Hart won MVP of Summer League, and the Blazers won the Summer League champions. So shouts to them. There it is. Combo Summer League player breakdowns. Hope you enjoyed the show. It would mean the world to me if you rate, review, subscribe, write on your Apple Podcast app. Combo out.